Praise the Lord. God bless you, everyone. This is Apostle Ivory Hopkins. I am extremely excited to have you to listen to our podcast messages. We are trusting that the Holy Spirit will bless you. We're going to take you into a message in just a few minutes. Amen. Where I feel that God is going to give you insight, revelation, and wisdom through the teachings that the Lord has given us to present before you. If you want to get up with us on our website, our website is pilgrimsministry.org. That's pilgrimsministry.org. It is my pleasure and my honor to bring this anointed message to you where I am preaching and teaching under the anointing of the Holy Spirit, giving God's people insight that will strengthen their spiritual walk, build their family, and put under their feet the enemy on every level. Now sit back and enjoy this message. God bless you, my dear friend, and thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast. God bless you, everyone. This is Apostle Hopkins, and I'm coming at you again with another message, with another podcast and YouTube and Facebook Live message entitled, Why Do Demons Make Your Deliverance Seem Never to Come? are so hard to remove. People, you are going to want to sit back and listen to this message because I'm going to give some very powerful deliverance insight, and I ask you to sit back as we take you into this message. Amen. Now, listen, let me say this from the, from the start. Amen. In this message, I will give clear insight on how and why some demonic attacks seem so unrelenting and hard to cast out or pull down. I ask anyone that is striving to learn deliverance to take your time and listen at me. Matter of fact, as I get ready to pray over this podcast, uh, and we thank also, I want to take time to thank every one of you that have sown a $5 donation to the General of Deliverance podcast. I want to thank every single one of you that have taken the time to sow a $5 donation to General Ivory Hopkins. That's dollar sign. General Ivory Hopkins. Now, some of you have even sown more, and you know right well you don't have to, but we appreciate it. By the way, I'm going to give a great big shout-out this morning, amen, to Juliet Hooker and also Tommy Burns. Tommy Burns, my spiritual son in the gospel. I love you, man. I want you to sit back and hear what your pop is about to teach today because this is going to be profound. Now, I'm going to say this up front as I, as I get ready to pray. Heavenly Father, I know that the message that I am about to share, that it will be very difficult for some people to hear because some people, uh, amen, want to hold on to it's all just the demons and you just cast out the demons only and everything should be well. But Father God, you have shown me clearly that there are manifestations in the realm of mental warfare that has to be cast down. Belief systems that have to be unlearned in order for them to hold their freedom. So I'm going to take my time today and try to help some people out there. Now, you that are listening to me, every now and then I get messages or people coming for deliverance. Now, I've, I've learned a few things, amen, down through these years of over 50 years of being a deliverance soldier. Number one, glory be to God, you cannot counsel a demon out. It's not going to happen. You cannot just counsel and demons leave. That, now, that's, that's just point blank. Demons have to be cast out. Now, that's one. There is a category of manifesting that demonic bondage do where they will attack the individual 
and do warfare to the mind. They will attack the mind, sending so many thoughts, so many ideas, so many harassments, and you're trying to cast out the harassments or the thoughts, and you're unable to cast it out. The reason why you're unable to cast out a thought, the Bible clearly teaches us, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5, that imagination, reasonings, ideas, thoughts, and concepts coming through the mind must be cast down. It would be almost if I was a spirit that would rub my legs. Now, the demon would not be inside me, and I'm using this as an example only. This thing would rub my legs, making me feel fear. Now, if someone, if I went to someone and said, hey, cast this demon out that keeps rubbing my legs, what would happen is the person would pray himself to death, but not be able to break that because the demon is using an external harassment. It is using something is touching and doing externally to grab my mind, to grab my attention, to grab my focus and, and, and actually say, well, this needs to be cast out when in reality it needs to be cast down. I'm going to get into that a little bit deeper. Now, let me go jump on my notes because I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm on fire this morning and I'm ready to get this teaching out now. As I said, in this message, Apostle Hopkins gives clear insight on why some demonic attacks seem so relenting and hard to cast out and pull down. In the book of Joel, chapter 2, verse 32, and students, I'm going to take my time because this, all of my teachings are trainings, and I'm not trying to impress anyone. Now, it shall come to pass that this is what the word of the Lord declares in the Old Testament as a prophetic word and in the New Testament as a prophetic reality as well. It shall come to pass, Joel 2 and 32, it shall come to pass that in those uh, that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. For in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem shall be deliverance, as the Lord hath said, and in the remnant whom the Lord shall call. Next, Acts chapter 2, verse 21, 28, and 39. Acts 2, 21, 28, and 39. And it clearly says again, Peter proclaims, it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. Now, God's word does not lie. If we call upon the name of the Lord, we shall be delivered. And if our deliverance is not coming forth, we need to not blame the word of the Lord, but search to find out what area, what root cause as to why this thing is not obeying what God's word clearly says is supposed to happen. Then Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise for the promises unto you and to your children to all of them that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Now, I say this to the biblical students right now. Do you believe that if we call upon the name of the Lord Repent of our sins, ask Christ to come and be our Savior, ask Yeshua, ask the Most High to set us free. Do you believe that that word is true? If you believe that that word is true, then something is wrong when you have done that and you're still ineffective in getting your freedom. I'm going to say it again. If you believe that that particular word is true, then something is wrong when you believe, when you are pray and don't get the results of what the word of God says. Amen. All right, let's go. Right, let's move it right along. 
Number one, now stay with me, students. This is a teaching. Stay with me. Amen? Number one, these demons seem to operate in the realm of the mind, convincing their victims that, and I'm going to take it easy with this here. Follow me. Elder Tommy, Minister Tommy, follow me, bro. First of all, they convincing their victims that, number one, the work Christ did on the cross was not enough to defeat the enemy slash demons' power over their life. They literally convinced the person of that. Now, if I would say to someone, don't you believe that the cross is able to defeat all the power of the enemy? They will say yes in their statement, but their processing in their mind, their processing in their thinking does not bear that out. So this is the number one thing this demon got. And I'm telling you, this is a warfare of the mind. Now, I'm going to say this point blank. Many people who are warring with things like I'm talking about right now, they will not accept this message. Some may. I pray to God that they do. But they're coming for the demons to be cast out, but not understanding that the demons are using mental warfare to gain access. And as long as you have that mental warfare belief system, they will be hard to move. Now, listen to this. So, 1 John 3 and 8 says, He did commit sins of the devil, and the devil said it from the beginning. But for this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Now, this is point blank. The Son of God was manifested to destroy the works of the devil, period. And by the way, that means all devils. Now, some people come to me sometimes, Brother Hopkins, this is a big one. This is one of the big hierarchies. This is one of the big muckety-muck hierarchy. Uh, 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 Ashalon demon. But, but, baby, let me tell you something. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested to destroy the works of the devil. And with size and name of the demon doesn't matter. Jesus himself confirmed this fact at the beginning of his ministry. And when he said to come to us to, that he come to set the captive free. I'm going to slow it down. Jesus himself confirmed this fact at the beginning of his earthly ministry when he said he had come to set the captive free. Now listen to this. These demons keep their victim in constant confusion because they seem to never leave from attacking them. Listen, I'm going to say it again. These demons keep their victim in constant confusion because they never seem to leave. And listen at me real good. And the person that is telling you this is telling you the truth. The victim is not lying. They, this, the, there are spirits that are constantly fighting and coming at them. Now, I'm not in this teaching, I'm I am not denying that they're having demonic attacks coming at them. Look, there goes the next point. The deception these spirits use is keeps their victim believing the lie that they constantly transmit to their mind. I'm going to say it again. The deception these spirits are using is keeping their victims believing the lie that they are constantly transmitting to their mind. They are constantly transmitting to their mind. They are constantly doing things to the body. They're constantly picking and doing stuff. It would be almost like if you couldn't see me and I was invisible, uh, uh, Elder Tommy, and I would come up behind your neck and go, Poop, and you said, well, somebody needs to cast that out because it went, 
boop, it tapped me. Somebody needs to cast it out. When in reality, I'm trying to get your full attention. I'm trying to get you, you emotionally bound up. I'm trying to attack you in this manner so that you will not be able to defend yourself against the spiritual attacks. And then you will come to someone saying, cast it out when this demon is one that has to be cast down. They are doing it. Listen, next one. While the victim is trying to get the demons cast out, the victim never realizes that their foothold and the reason they don't leave is because their victim believes what the demons are saying. Got that? I'm going to put in here saying or doing. Stay with me, class. In short, amen, this spirit will keep it up. It will keep saying things. It will keep doing things. Matter of fact, it will keep showing shadows. And you'll try to get the shadows. Cast out the things so I won't see the shadows. It will keep manifestations external and even physically touching you. And uh, by the way, and, and the longer that these spirits are allowed to do this, they do get inside of a person. Got that? I'm going to say it again. The longer these spirits are able to keep doing this, and the more you begin to try to fight them and stuff, they will gain access because they know that the door that they entered into is the belief system. I maintain to tell you that it is possible to have a deliverance session with someone. They cast a demon out and the demon come back because your belief system has not been adjusted to push back against them. Our belief system has to be adjusted to push back against them. Why, Brother Hopkins? Glad you asked. Because our belief system is directly tied to the shield of faith. The shield of faith is our belief system. The shield of faith is what we believe and trust the word of God to say. If a spirit can get us to the point that well, I, I pray, I come against it by the power of the blood. I pray renouncing prayers. I, I, I ask Jesus to break these jokes. And if that spirit can convince you that none of these things are working because you're trying to go after the manifestation and not begin to come against casting it down from the mind, will, and emotions, it will use that to hold its ground. And no, these people are not crazy. Let me move on a little bit further. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5 says, casting down imagination. Now, notice it didn't say cast them out. Notice it didn't say casting out imagination. It says casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Now, let me read this in the English Standard Version. We destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God. And these spirits have lofty opinions. They have lofty manifestations. They, they literally are trying to make you feel that the God you serve is powerless to stop them. And you're trying to cast out a thought when a thought is to be battled by casting it down. Every single one of us actually do this on a daily basis. If you ever, and I'm going to use lustful thoughts coming to the mind because that's the easiest one for us Americans to understand. When a lustful thought comes across my mind, I don't try to get a demon of lust cast out of my mind. I cast it down. 
I go like this. I'm, my, mind, my mind has been renewed by the word of God. And therefore, I pull it down and shut it down. Now, Brother Hopkins, will another lustful thought ever come as long as you live? Yes, ma'am. Another thought may come across my mind, but I have to do the same thing. Grab a hold of it, cast it down, and replace it with truth. Replace it with the word of God. 2 Corinthians 10 and 5, English Standard Version says, We destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God to take every thought captive to obey Christ. And the problem in this style of warfare is the victim is unable, let me highlight this, to take every thought captive to obey Christ. Now, when it says obey Christ, it simply means the word of God, the promises of God the things that God said that belongs to us as his church, as his believers, as his sons and daughters. So what the strength of these spirits is to keep you from being able to take the thoughts captive. Amen. And once these spirits have captured the thought pattern of the mind, you can't cast out the carnal mind. And that's where they operate at. You cannot cast out. If I, so somebody said to me the other day, well, Brother Hopkins, but the demon said, Brother Hopkins, the demon said, Brother Hopkins, I, and the demon said that, and I'm going like, I get it. I get it. I said, the demon said this or that, and then what? Well, 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 they said it. I said, listen to me. Just because the demons are saying things to the mind, you're going to have to cast that down. You're going to have to fight against it. No, Brother Hopkins, I want you to cast out the thought coming. I can't. The, these things must be cast down. Demons are cast out. Thoughts are cast down or they will dominate your mind and darn near set you crazy. Now, let me move on a little bit further. If y'all that are listening at me, are you able to follow this? If you're able to gain anything that I'm saying, show me some hearts or show me something because I want to make sure that I'm coming across real clear. Could you give me something indicating? Because I'm watching some of y'all. Thank you very much. Amen. You're, you're getting this. Because, they, listen, you are meeting people. Some of you got people in your family. They're not crazy. But I will say this to you. These spirits will attach themselves to mental problems in a family line. I do have to say that. I'm going to say it again. These demons will attach themselves to mental problems in a person's life. Now, that doesn't mean they're crazy. It doesn't mean that they need to be in a mental institution. But this is the way they operate. They operate attacking it. And let me go on a little bit further. They operate, they will operate in mental problems in a person's life. Emotional damage and trauma in a person's life. Follow me, soldiers, because I'm teaching you something here. Now, the key is their thoughts are captive, and they don't even realize it's happening. Their thoughts are captive. In other words, but, but they said, but the voice said again, and the spirit said again, and, and I can hear them, and, and, and they're around. If they are, let me tell you something. In the spirit realm, we are constantly in the spirit realm. If God ever pulled the cover, we're constantly around spiritual beings, but they're not constantly governing our lives. Why? Because the shield in our minds, the mental process of our minds have not been invaded to that degree. I'm going to say it again. If you can get this, the shield in their mind has been invaded by a belief system that have possibly attached itself to emotional problems the person already had. And in some cases, glory be to God, this thing 
when it does, and you can always smell a rat because it doesn't allow the victim to be able to grab a hold of the promises and the word of God and effectively pull them down. And they're trying to get that cast out when the warfare is, guess what? You're going to have to actually listen at what is being said and point blank match what the word of God says and be relenting and saying, this is what God's word said. Jesus actually did it, but Jesus did not have the mental warfare overtake him. Satan came one thing after another. Jesus said, it's written. Why did he keep doing that? Why did Jesus keep telling Satan in the book of Matthew chapter 4, verses 1 through 8, Jesus kept telling the enemy, it is written, it is written, it is written. What he was doing was keeping his mind from becoming captive to the suggestions of Satan himself. Now, I'm going to say, the key is their thoughts are captive, and they don't even realize it's happening. The truth is, captive thoughts created, create belief. The truth is, captive thoughts create belief systems that block faith and truth and gives the demons an open door. I'm going to say it one more time. The truth is, captive thoughts creates belief systems that block faith truth and gives the demons an open door. Look what it says here in Ephesians chapter 6 verse 16. King James Version, English Standard Version. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherein you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. What is the shield of faith? It is the faith in the word of God, faith in the promises of God, faith in the presence of God, faith that God's got your back, faith that God is your strength, faith that God is your shield, faith that God loves. Come on, is anybody getting this? Above all, taking the shield of faith. Now, if a demon can get you to lose confidence in these areas, that shield of faith is not up, and you're not going to be able to stop, bind, or hinder the fiery darts that are sent. What has happened to these people is through the mind, through the warfare of the mind, these spirits have gotten them to a place where they have got the shield of faith taken down through a belief system, through a belief system. And the victim now has it is wide open and they're trying to get a deliverance minister to cast out. Yeah, you come on, cast out of me now that thought that comes to me. I can cast out a demon, but it takes you to cast down the thought. It takes you to resist and push again. But I, but the demon said, Brother Ivory, Brother Ivory, they said it. It takes you to do that because I cannot do that. Are you hearing me? Look what it says in Ephesians 6 and 16. In all circumstances, how many? In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith, which, which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one. Now, here goes what it says in St. John 8 and 32. Notice what it says. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. It didn't say, and ye shall cast out demons, and casting out shall make you free. And ye shall know the truth. With this type of battling, it takes truth. Are y'all hearing me? Please listen at what I'm saying to you because y'all are getting people coming to you, deliverance soldiers, that you're trying to cast out the, dem the demon that is talking without being a getting the person to engage with their listening to what they're saying. Are you hearing me? These spirits convince their victims 
God is speaking to them while it's really them confirming a deceptive, a deception they believe that never leads to freedom. I'm going to read this slower. These spirits convinces their victims God is speaking to them while it's really them confirming a deception they believe that never leads to freedom. It, here goes how it sounds. Well, the Holy Spirit showed me that it's Aunt Mabel. I said, okay. I said, so, so you're saying, yes, Aunt Mabel is sending the curses at me. Aunt Mabel's been doing it for how many years? 30 years. I said, so when you get prayed for with other deliverance ministers, what happened? Well, at least for a while. I said, okay. And then Aunt Mabel does it again. I said, so now you're trying to get me to believe that Aunt Mabel sitting over there in wherever Aunt Mabel lives is more powerful than the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. You're trying to tell me that God is your shield. God is your strength. God is your keeper. God is your deliverer. But all Aunt Mabel got to do, a human being, a person, all Aunt Mabel got to do is send a curse at you through some demon, even if she'd done it through some form of witchcraft. If you believe that Aunt Mabel has the capability of shooting past every promise God said concerning your freedom, your shield of faith is down and the demons will completely gain access to torment you and harass you. I'm going to say it again. These spirits convince their victims God is speaking to them while it's really them, demons, the demons, confirming a deception they believe that never leads to freedom. There's nowhere in the Bible that a human being or even a demonic power is greater than the most high God. Nowhere. Nowhere. If I'm wrong, I challenge every one of y'all on Facebook, every one of y'all on YouTube, thousands of y'all, show me biblical proof that God the Father, the creator of all things, is weaker than something he created. Show me that. Show me that in the word. You can't. You know why? Because this is based upon a slick, undershifting deception of mental warfare that holds these victims. Now, if you try to tell these victims to start pushing against the lie that is said to them, most of the time, in my experience, they do not want to do the work. Some will not do it. But, Brother Aubrey, it, it, uh, I, 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 you, you, we need more power. We need more power. No, you're trying to get power to break what casting down, what applying the truth, what pushing back. And, by the way, it ain't easy. It ain't ancient. You're talking to a person who was a farmer addict when the spirit of God was breaking the demonic addiction spirits that was uh, that, that had taken hostages my mind. It was warfare. Hey, Minister Tommy, when I did cocaine, I literally went in another spirit realm. When I did mescaline, acid, speed, door vines, I literally went into spiritual realms and saw physical demons. I could feel them in the room. They would come in so strong sometime that I would be sweating and shaking seeing these demons. But as, I, as God began to deliver my mind, and yes, guess what? It was not somebody casting out demons only. It was, I start, my mind started to be renewed by the word. It was commanding the demons to come out and, and breaking also their ground by pushing against their lie, their drive, their feeling. Say it with me. Lie, drive, and feeling. Are you hearing me? 
Now, the Bible said in 1 Timothy 4.1 that these spirits would do this. Listen to what it says. Now, the spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times, some shall depart from the faith. What? The what? In faith, the shield. Some shall depart from the faith, the belief system, the solid foundation, the truth, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctors of devils. Let me move on a little bit further. And that scripture does go deeper than that. But I'm staying with the monotone, with the wisdom of what I'm trying to show you. Now, listen to what it says here in the English Standard Version. Now, the Spirit expressly says that in the latter times, some will depart from the faith by devoting themselves to deceitful spirits and teachings of demons. They will devote themselves, not knowing it, that where this thing operates is this is happening to the victims, and the victim doesn't even know it's happening. It is happening to the victim, and the victim doesn't realize that they're coming to deliverance ministers, and some people are even paying extreme amounts of money. Yeah, yeah, we can get this demon off of you if you send $5. That ain't, Lord Jesus delivered us. Amen. Are you hearing me? That is crazy. Listen, let me give you some example, and I, I'm gonna, I like to highlight this here. And I trust that I'm going to say to all of you out there, praise God, if this message is blessing you, amen, I pray to God that the soldiers that are listening at me, I pray to God that some of you that are having spirits do your mind like this, that you turn and change the way you're battling. Listen, what do you have to lose listening at me right now? Nothing. The way you've been dealing with it, it ain't working. So why not try to change another method and see rather going after when they say it's Aunt Mabel that you turn around and say, God is greater. And I don't accept that. But no, you have to hold Aunt Mabel somehow because that belief system done locked you down. Yeah, years ago. Years ago, before my salvation, uh, uh, there was a conjure people, and that, that whole coven came at me. Sweetheart, is a coven greater than your Redeemer? Is a coven greater than God? No. Do you know Elijah the prophet stood up against 450 prophets and 400 of the veil? That's 850 prophets of Jezebel, and, that, and God called far down from heaven and destroyed them? There is none too hard by, by, for God. Let me go on with examples of these types of deceptions that counterfeit the Holy Spirit. By the way, I'm going to say this to you, soldier. If you want a good book that explains this, get War on the Saints by Jesse Penn Lewis. That is an excellent book. Also, you can get my spiritual warfare manual. I even teach on this in my spiritual warfare manual. And Evelyn, if you're listening at me, put up our website. Ev, if you're listening, baby doll downstairs, put up our website. You can go on uh, pilgrimsministry.org, and you can purchase my spiritual warfare manual, and I teach in this area. Now, let me go on a little bit better. And students that are listening to me, teaching like this is how I mentor people. Now, Example of these types of deception counterfeiting the Holy Spirit. They will counterfeit the Holy Spirit through dreams, voices, or vision that the victim fully accepts. And no one can tell them. The victim will fully accept. God, they, they will fully accept that this is the demons or God telling them this. They will fully accept that. I'm going to say it again. They will, the example here is these demons will counterfeit the Holy Spirit through dreams, voices, and visions that the victim fully accepts, and no one can tell them any difference. They will not listen, and that's how come they're not getting free. Why? Because the door is based on the carnal mind and mental warfare. The victim doesn't get freedom 
because they are trying to get demons cast out when in reality it's what is operating in the mind that has to be addressed, denied, and pushed again. But, Brother Ivory, it is happening. Just because it is happening does not mean you have to, that you need to use the wrong method of engaging. God said, cast down imaginations, cast out demons. Sometimes it takes the combination of the two. By the way, this is where I, where I share this. Listen to this. There are people who have come to me for deliverance because I do counseling and deliverance sessions. I do it daily, weekly, uh, what have you. It's a part of my, of, the, uh, of my counseling business that I do. And there are some that sign up, and I've had people come, and I've sat down and took scripture just like this. When people come to me for sessions, I take my time like this in a 45-minute session and listen at what they're going through and try to help them break down I'll separate what's really happening. And I've had some actually come, stay with me, soldiers, that when I begin to explain this is how the demon is actually gaining access, I've seen some actually catch what I'm saying, the belief system the demons are setting up, they begin to push against it, they begin to come against it, and guess what happened? The demon loses ground, and in some, in some cases, the demon just departs, and others we have to cast out depending on which way the Holy Spirit moves. Got that? Listen, because the door is based on the carnal mind or mental warfare, the victim doesn't get freedom because they are trying to get demons cast out. The victim never realized it's the attack on their mind with lies that have given them ground to stay and harass them. It's the attack on their mind, on their belief system, on what they're accepting. That is why. But Brother Harvey, they're astral projecting. Even if someone was to astral project at my house, I would go to war against the astral projecting, but I would not actually let that thing beat me down till it makes me feel fearful, afraid, handicapped, defenseless, no help, no God, no strength, no power. Are you hearing me? I have to keep my shield of faith up. I say it to you like this. Try astral projecting in my house. Try it. I'm going to say this boldly. Try to pull that stunt. I'll ask God to lock you out. I'll ask God to confuse you when you do that astral travel because I'm going to tell you something. People that try to do astral travel, they know that if they ever get locked out or ever run into any confusion in the atmosphere of their traveling, it will affect their mind. It will affect their emotion. It will affect their spiritual level. It will affect the energy in their body. Yeah, I said it. One day I'm going to even teach further in that area. So try it. Come on, come on, come on, bring it and see what happens. Bring it, come on, come on, send it at me and see what happens. Because if you do, plug, uh, listen, Higgles, what I know about Ivory Hopkins, the angels of the Lord encamps about the heirs of salvation to deliver. There are more on my side than is on yours. Here's what I know about Ivory Hopkins and Evelyn Hopkins and Hopkins Estate. You try to park yourself up in here and what have you, you're going to go back with some damage. You're going to go back with some spiritual damage. I'll ask the judgment of God to deal with you. And I ain't talking about hating people. I ain't talking about hurting people. I'm talking about do not bring that my way. Lest you want the spiritual results of what you do to take place. Because what you sow, you will reap. What you send, you will receive back. The pit you dig, you will fall in. I ain't got to do nothing. And I believe that with every fiber of my being. The victim never realizes it's the attack on their mind with lies that have given the, them ground to stay and harass them. Another characteristic, another characteristic of these attacks is the deceptive thought 
that tells them humans on earth. Oh, Lord, let me highlight that. That tells them humans on earth have more power than Christ's work done on the cross. Got that? Now, they may not say that, but in their actions, that's what their actions are saying. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Listen to this. Yes, I'm saying the root cause is mental deception, emotional and mental problems at the root of these problems. Are you hearing me? Yeah, in some cases, not all, that is the root cause. They are tapping into areas in that person's emotion, their mind, and the person not, not knowing that they're going to have to. They said, but Brother Arby, the thought feels real. Let me tell you something. In Matthews chapter 4, verses 1 through 8, Satan did not stop the first time Jesus said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone. Satan said, oh, that didn't work. Let me come with another one. Satan kept talking to Jesus, and Jesus kept coming back at him with the shield of faith, which was the word of God. Moving right along. To the victim, it has to be the demons only. Now, with them, it has to be the demons only. So the victim never gives up the false interpretation of their mental battles. Demons are using to hold their ground. Got that? The vi their victim never gives up. I'm going to say it again. To the victim, it has to be the demons only. You have to cast it out only. That's the only me method for them. Now, it ain't working. It ain't working. They, 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 they've been oh, year after year after year, person after person after person. They're wondering, why can't that person cast it out? Because you're dealing with mental warfare. And mental warfare is engaged by truth replacing a lie. Resistance. Resist the devil and he will flee. Are you hearing me? To the victim, it has to be demons only. So the victim never gives up the false interpretation of their mental battle demons are using to hold their ground look what it says in luke chapter 4 verse 19 behold i give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing by any means shall hurt you we the church have been given power you the believer has been given power every believer that is born again is seated in heavenly places with christ jesus you just need to know where you're sitting at you need to know who you are you need to know and i'm telling you this, what I'm talking to y'all about, many of you that are listening at me right now, you're going to use this method and you're going to start weakening and dismantling. And no, it's not something that happens quickly. Pa uh, Pastor Tommy, man of God, my dear son in the gospel, this is not, listen, people sometimes don't want to fight. Man, man, Brother Harvey, when am I going to have to stop having spiritual warfare? When you're dead and gone and then you hang around, uh, absent from the body, present with the Lord, that's when it's going to stop. But meanwhile, I'm telling you that in these battles, you have to understand what you are engaging. The reason why many deliverance workers are unable to just cast something out is because they're dealing with a mental warfare that is operating in you. And this is not always the case. I'm talking about this case because I know somebody out there, you want to hold on to your deception so bad that come hell or high water, you ain't ready to let it go because you got to hold on to that lie because that's the truth. That's the truth that deception has planted in your mind that ain't true. Got that? It's true to you. It's true to the demon, but not to the word of God and everyone else. The victim has to assume it's demons that has to be cast out. 
to get free and never accept its misdirecting lie of deception that it gives the demons that gives the demons access. Now, even looking at ancestral curses, ancestral curses seem never to be broken. No matter how hard and long you pray, the Bible never said that. The Bible never said that ancestral curses could not be broken no matter how long, hard you pray. It doesn't, it doesn't match the word. And any some preachers, ministers that have any worth their salt of teaching, when they hear this taught in this manner or thought in this manner, because I don't believe we that teach on ancestral curses teach this this way. I think the thoughts in some people's minds have them thinking this. Ancestral curses seem to never be broken, no matter how hard and long you pray. The Bible never said nor taught that. And yes, it talks about that we don't bear the iniquities of the fathers. Yes, it talks about Lamentations 5 and 7. Our fathers have sinned not, and we have borne their iniquity. Yes, it says Galatians 3, 13, Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law. But it never, ever anywhere in the Bible taught that the believer is handicapped, and you never, ever can break those generational curses. It's an ongoing, everlasting, come on, somebody. Listen. Breaking the curses. If you are living under a generational curses, it will be counseled when you, through faith and appropriation of the blood of Christ for your deliverance, it will be broken. The Bible said in 2 Corinthians 5 and 17, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away and behold, all things have become new. Colossians 2 and 14 says he blotted out the handwriting and ordinances that were against us, which were contrary to us, and he took them out of the way. How did he take them out of the way? By nailing them to the cross. I want to say the cross still works, the blood still works. As my good friend and best friend, Dr. Jackie Green, amen, glory be to God, from Rafa University that I worked with for years and still associated with them, the blood still works. Isn't that right, Apostle Dr. Jackie Green? Amen. And I want to tell you all, glory be to God, the cross still works and the word still works. Look what it says here. And having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. How did he do that? He did that through the power of the cross. Let me get this down here. Come on, somebody. By the way, I break right here to say to many of you, if this message is blessing you, Amen. Whether it is the General of Deliverance podcast, amen, whether you're listening at me on the General of Deliverance podcast or on YouTube, we ask you to subscribe, my dear friend. Like and subscribe and follow. Amen. We want to build up more people coming to hear this teaching. Amen. And if we're blessing you and you feel led of the Lord to sow a seed, you can do that to General Ivory Hopkins Cash App. You can also make a donation through our website at pilgrimsministry.org. Let me move right along. The Bible does not teach that people can override the work of the cross in the believer's life and curse them. It never, the Bible doesn't teach that. But if you, now this is for those who says, yes, but we prayed, but my aunt is still doing it. Your aunt or your uncle or your family member, listen at what I'm getting ready to say. Minister Sabrina Isla, how you doing, cuz? What's up, girl? Just hollering out to family. Listen, the Bible does not teach that people can override the work of the cross in the believer's life and curse them. But if you have that belief system that's not founded upon truth, it will work on you. Nor does it teach that ancestral curses, witches, warlocks, and family bondage remains actively controlling a believer's life, except they believe it. 
In other words, the only way that this happens in a believer's life is the enemy has seized your belief system and has you to accept a lie with mental warfare. Are y'all hearing me? The road to freedom is pushing against the, the, the belief demons have mentally been speaking to the mind, although it is not biblical. I'm going to say it again. The road to freedom is pushing against the belief demons have mentally been speaking to the mind, although it's not biblical. The victim believes that the manifestations of their feelings override biblical truth. I'm talking, I'm talking mature spiritual warfare here, soldier. Now I say to some of you delivering soldier out there, go ahead. You keep keep just go on, keep trying to cast out thoughts coming to their mind and see how that goes for you. Go ahead. Not don't use this method and see how it works for you. I maintain to tell you the Bible teaches exactly what I'm saying. The Bible teaches. Cast the demons out, cast down imaginations and things that the enemy, it teaches that. But Brother Ivory, they, they still talk. you got to push against it. Fight. you got to push against it. Brother Ivory, they still rub my arm. And then what? Many of you are having attacks come against you, and the enemy does nothing afterwards. Let me go on and finish this. The victim believes that the manifestations they're feeling overrides biblical truth. So they try to defeat these demons, not by biblical truth, but by casting out demons. And if you ask the victim, do you see what you're feeling and being led by in the Bible? They quickly, quickly dismiss your advice. If you ask the victim, do you see what you're feeling and being led by in the Bible? They quickly dismiss your advice. Got that? Oh, Lord, I could talk about a number of things. To defeat these types of demonic harassment, the victim has to attack the spirits by challenging their deception. God, I love you. Ooh, I'm going to make that big. Sabrina, I'm going to make this one big, Sabrina. Minister Sabrina, look at that. There you go. There you go. To defeat these types of demonic harassment, the victim, not the deliverance praying person, the victim has to attack the spirits by challenging their deception. But Brother Ivory, something told me, challenging their deception. But Brother Ivory, their astral projection, challenging their deception. Now, what deception are you challenging? Anything that makes you feel unprotected, unsecure, unkept by God. Anything that doesn't match the biblical truth that, of what the work of the cross has done and is doing. Look, my dear friends, I'm going to get ready to get up out of here. I'll be coming back with other messages like this, by the way. I said to y'all again, if what I have been teaching, if what I am doing is a blessing to you, we ask you to go to Cash App General Ivory Hopkins. That's Cash App General Ivory Hopkins and make a donation. Uh, we usually ask people, make a $5 donation, something small, nothing great, nothing big. Because anybody that tells you you have to pay thousands of dollars to get delivered, my God, that is just a lie from the pit of hell. Amen. When we talk about a donation, we're simply asking you, make a donation to help with what the work that Evelyn and I are doing. We appreciate that. Amen. You can do it through Cash App, General Ivory Hopkins. Amen. You can make a donation there. You can also make a donation by going to our website, pilgrimsministry.org. Amen. And let's say you don't feel led or I don't want to send him anything. That's fine. Study it, enjoy it, learn from it, benefit from it. That is just fine. What I'm not going to do is set up here and get in a petty argument over people who feel like they shouldn't bless, sow, or give to a minister. Just enjoy the word. 
Just get the help that you need. I got that. Ain't mad with you, but I just don't have time for that. Amen. Follow me, my dear friends on YouTube. Follow me. Like, follow, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Guys, this is the general of deliverance, Apostle Ivory Hopkins. Amen. Saying to you guys, it was a pleasure bringing this message. Why do demons make your deliverance seem never to come? and so hard to remove. I trust that this message blesses you. Oh, my Father and my God, I pray for the salvation for the souls, for those that want to give their life to Christ, for those that want to ask uh, the Most High to forgive them, to ask the Lord Yeshua, Jesus Christ, our Redeemer, to come into their life, asking him, Lord God, to become their Savior, their Lord, their Redeemer. He's there to do it anyway. You're only accepting what he's already offered, what he's already given Heavenly Father, I thank you and I praise you that those that are that I am mentoring through these YouTubes, Lord God, I pray through these Facebook Lives, through these podcasts, I pray that they learn these methods that I am teaching that are big help. Remember, we're told to cast out demons, and we're also told to cast down imaginations. And if you ever want to protect the shield of faith, come against everything that doesn't match what the Word of God said, that God spoke, said, and did. On our behalf. Well, look, guys, I'm going to tell you like I used to do. Our God, he is always watching, looking out for us. God bless you, soldiers. Catch you in another teaching. This is Apostle Ivory Hopkins, amen, the general of deliverance, getting up out of here. Catch you guys again in another teaching. Well, praise God. I trust that you enjoyed that message. Well, look, my dear friend, this is Apostle Hopkins. Amen. And I'm getting ready to get on up out of here. Look, if you want to sow a donation and bless us, you can do it on our website at pilgrimsministry.org. That's pilgrimsministry.org. Or you can go to our cash app and make a cash app donation to General Ivory Hopkins. It's just simply General Ivory Hopkins. It has been my pleasure, amen, to bring to you the things pertaining to kingdom, life, and family. So I trust these podcasts blesses you, and I'm going to catch you guys in another teaching. God bless. Bye-bye.